Welcome to The Witcher Lorecast, the show that explores the vast lore behind The Witcher games, show, and books. Witchers, welcome back to The Witcher Lorecast. This is your show that covers everything having to do with The Witcher series, the Netflix show, the video games, the books, and I'm your host, Tom, or Robots, here with you again with my best friend in the Witcher universe, uh, Toasty, the Toastmaster. Welcome back, Toasty. Are you going to give us a speech? No. No? I mean, that's what nope. you do at Toastmasters, right? You give speeches. Nope. Nope. <laughs> just, just nope. 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 Not going to do it. Nope. Nope. Okay. Well, we got to give you some improv lessons because the, the correct answer is yes and, my friend. Nope. All right. So, uh, welcome back to the show, buddy. How how you doing? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm I'm doing just fine. Just fine. Yeah. You have a new camera here. We can actually I do. see. I do have a new camera. Full face. It's still at the whole bottom, entire face. It's at the bottom half of the screen. Still, you know, I had to but, make sure that the Witcher swords are in frame. Okay. That's, yes. Right. That was the important part. I know yes. they don't care about all this. They care about that over right. there. Okay? Right. I also so. see like a fallout bomb over there in the corner now. Yeah, I got a nuke. a nuke. I got I got a Witcher pop, a Jack Sparrow pop, mm-hmm. a bunch of my crap from China. Chi- Chinese crap. China. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Chinese. <laughs> got got that. Okay. Well, well, that's on. We just got banned in China. Don't worry about oh, it. <laughs> oh no, we didn't. Damn it. We didn't mean it that way. Sorry, sorry, China. Uh, but yeah, welcome back, everybody. We are finishing up almost our recap with uh, of season one of The Witcher because we're getting really, really close to the release of season two. So we're going to be knocking out two episodes in today's episode. That's funny how that works. Uh, we're we're doing episode five and episode six. Of season one of The Witcher on Netflix, and we're gonna do the best that we can to cover these well. We'll still, while still moving at a pace that means that this won't be a three-hour-long episode. So, let's get right into it. Toasty, where do we start off? What episode is this? Se- season one, episode five. Bottled appetites. Bottled appetites. This one. Oh. This one. Uh, it's a good thing um, Genesis is in our chat today from. Uh, Two girls, one ship, because this is a dirty, dirty episode. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Just one word. One word. Dirty. Orgy. Oh, I was, <laughs> no. was going to say dirty. It's fine. Just give us the... We, we've been earning... For the recaps, we've been earning that explicit tag on a few of them. So it's like, oh, well. <laughs> well. Anyways. Um, <laughs> so we we start... Um, we get... We get introduced to the Doppler. Yes. Essentially, unnamed Doppler. Uh, we see Doppler butt. We, yeah, we see Doppler butt. Mm-hmm. Um, Kair comes in talking to the Doppler. He's got a task for him. Doppler's a little disappointed because he wanted to be the the sexy, sexy boy for a little bit longer. But, oh, Sorry, well, Doppler. you got to do what you got to do. You got to be a old, big old mouse sack. Big old. Big old. <laughs> yep. Big old. Not really big, but old. Mouse sack instead. Yeah. So he's a handsome the, guy. But yeah. So not young. Kayu takes him and uh, the Doppler takes on Mouse both uh, visage and memories. He gets to, he, he learns all of his memories and then he kills him. Um, and Poor then dude. we cut away. That's done. 
uh, he's going to get Siri out of Broccolon Forest because that's what was hinted at at the end of the last episode. Got to be more subtle rather than just sending troops into the forest. Mm-hmm. So then we get to Yennefer. She's trying to bargain with another mage, basically exhausting all of her monetary resources to try and find a cure that'll allow her to be able to reproduce once again. Um, she's a little short, struggling for for you know coins now, um, and she's just depressed because <laughs> she yeah. wants she wants a baby. She's having a so, rough time. Yep. And so she's trying to earn some money by helping out, I guess, lovers that are having problems. She helps a dude cure his erectile dysfunction. There's all Um, sorts of stuff in this episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is the dirty episode. Good thing we got Genesis on standby. Yep. Uh, Mm -hmm. So she helps them. uh, Helps him, you know, I don't have a good euphemism, so I'm just going to ignore it. she, She raises the flag a little bit. Yep, yep. Uh, and yeah. as they're rushing off to uh, do the deed, the 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 cured husband and the wife, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. the mayor walks in with his like town guard and is like, "Hey, you gotta pay the magic tax if you're p- doing magic around here." And Yennefer is like, "But what if I don't want to pay the magic tax?" The guy's like, "All right, you're arrested." So he arrests her. Um, but it seems like she doesn't actually care. Like uh, she doesn't seem concerned by this at all which we'll find out soon enough that she's not. We cut to Siri or the dryads in the forest talking about, I guess, the pros and cons of letting Siri stay here and possibly trying to turn her into a dryad as well, or sending her off to avoid the threat of Nilfgaard invading the forest Mm -hmm. and, you know, what the payoff is there. Um, Basically, they don't really come to that much of an agreement. Ithena just makes the decision for the most part. But then she tells Siri, like, you still have a choice whether or not you want to pursue your destiny um, and you need to make it soon. So then we cut to Geralt. He is fishing for a gin out uh-huh. of a river because he can't sleep um, because that's what you do. Cure for insomnia is genies. Yeah. Yeah. Gin, genie, they're analogous in this world. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, so he Yaskier's with him, uh, just being Yaskier for the most part, um, trying to tell him, like, you know, your problem's not that you can't sleep, it's that you're ignoring your destiny and that you need to go do that, and maybe you'll actually sleep after that. And Geralt's so cranky and tired, he's not hearing it. He finds, he eventually fishes up a, a pot, uh, the, the gin pot, and they kind of get into a little argument. The seal gets pulled off. The gin is released. Um, and Yaskir just throws a hissy fit because Geralt's insulting his singing. And <laughs> yeah, which probably one of the most well-worded insults I've ever heard in my life. Um, this is like told- sitcom. Like this is like the, the sitcom version of The Witcher. This little whole little section here. I mean, that's just anytime Yaskier's involved for the most part. Yeah, but like this whole this whole little scene of like, 
let's just let's throw something wacky in there. What's Geralt up to today? Well, he hasn't had any sleep and he decides to go fishing for a gin in the river and then they get in a fight and sure enough, the bottle pops open and then, you know, like it's like, wah, wah, wah. you know, so, like it's totally sitcom right here. Fair enough. So, yeah, Yaskier is upset because his he was told his singing is like a pie with no filling um, and breaks the pot on the ground so Geralt's mad um, and Yaskier is trying to like throw out wishes like I wish for this I wish for that and Geralt just wishes for some damn peace <laughs> and uh, Yaskier grows this giant like tumor on his vocal cords and uh-huh. is no longer able to speak so Geralt rushes him to uh, a doctor essentially the, it's an elven doctor Kuraiden um, although I think in the show they pronounce it Chiraiden, uh, but I'm going based off of the way it's pronounced from the books that whenever I listen to them. So who knows? Either um, sure. He's he's a he's an elven doctor, but unfortunately he cannot cure magical injuries, which is exactly what this is, um, because they don't know yet that it was caused by the djinn, but it's magical. And he tells them you have to go to the next town. There's nobody. There's not a mage here. And Geralt's like, are you sure there's no one? He's like, well, there's this one person, but they're like <laughs> kind of dangerous. And honestly, it's probably better if you didn't. Geralt's like, I don't care. I don't got time. I got to help my friend. So he goes to uh, seek out whoever this mage is. Uh, we, cut, mm-hmm. we cut back to Yennefer. She's having a talk with Tessaia about... Um, basically wanting everything wanting her womb back um, i and want how she's... the world i want the whole world it's like yes a, that yeah yeah that song from willy wonka yep yep mm-hmm. that um also kind of talking about the politics of things we find out yennefer's basically abandoned her post um as court mage Mm -hmm. so much so she doesn't even realize that the king she was serving is now dead and it's now king dimavind of ader who is in charge um so sasai is telling her you know just like leave this all behind forget about everything come back we can fix this and yennefer is like no i want everything and i will get it myself um and basically tells sasai to just GTFO. So yeah, <laughs> Geralt, it, we get done with that. Geralt's breaking into the mayor's house um, by beating a dude over the head with a coin purse. <laughs> Great. Um, right. He stumbles in. He's very desperate into, at this point. He's, he's very, but also right. it, I think, I think the quote was that money can get you anywhere. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So he makes a point of ensuring that and he runs into butt naked mayor who's searching for apple juice desperately. <laughs> yes. Um, so <laughs> right. <laughs> Geralt grabs the apple juice and proceeds on into the next room because, you know, he's trying to fix, he's trying to get help for Yaskier ASAP and bam, orgy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he walks through the room and looking like side-eyed at everyone. Like, what did I just walk into? See, it's real funny to watch this scene because I watch this. Uh, I've watched some people like react and stuff because I just mm-hmm. like to see that. Mm-hmm. It's real funny seeing just like the blurring of everything from here out on him because uh-huh. you literally have to blur 
everything on the screen. <laughs> so it was really, it was really entertaining to watch. So yeah, there's just this giant orgy happening in the background. Um, Jennifer's interested in, uh, you know, the fact that he's a mutant and he well, she, tells her she doesn't recognize him right away, but then and then calls it out and goes, wait, you're the white wolf. Yeah, he, he says, you know, his name and she's like, right. oh, OK, I recognize you now. There's a lot of sexual tension, mm -hmm. I would say. Um, and then we this is this is what I have on the notes, by the way, I have. I just want to point this out for people. I put orgy in all capitals, sexual <laughs> tension, uh -huh. bath. Yes. Okay, this yep. is literally the sequence of events that happens here because we cut to a bath scene between Yennefer and Geralt, right? Kind of having a conversation where Yennefer is basically interested in like his mutations, how they affect him, you know, right. what his life is like uh, now, and he's just throwing back how much he's read her because he knows about like sources, sorceresses and things. So he's like, you know, I've, I see the scars on your wrist and stuff that shows that you had a great childhood. Um, and what was your, what was your ailment before you became beautiful? You know, cleft foot mm -hmm. split ends. I guess. <laughs> yeah. He's just kind of throwing everything out there. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. which is a, is a bit different because in the books, he's actually able to straight up just pinpoint what it was. Like he just knows his Witcher sight lets him see in such fine detail that he just knows what it was before she went through the the transformation. Mm. So this is a little bit. I think it's just a play up the the humor a little bit. I think. So they go through this whole thing. Yin basically says, you know, it's fine. Your company's been pleasant enough. I'll help your friend. Um, which. Little does Geralt know that it's not actually that. It's the fact that she <laughs> uh, figured out that it was a djinn who caused this. And now she wants the djinn for herself because right. she's trying to fix her womb. Yep. So she sees she, it as an opportunity to lure the djinn in and try to capture the djinn. So, yep. Yep. And then, you know, Geralt is trying to stop her, but she finally is able to kind of hit that like bewitchment on him because she's kind of been working at him for a little bit, but because uh, he's like so strong willed, she can't make like a, a frontal assault. Um, she has to kind of like sneak in behind the barriers. So she finally manages to get the spell off to bewitch him. Uh, and she kisses him and it goes black and he wakes up in a prison cell with the elf Karayadin, uh, <laughs> uh -huh. who is uh, telling him that he uh, he went and need like the alchemist and the groin. Um, <laughs> right. And then he went and pulled another council member outside of their home and lashed their bottom in front of the entire town. <laughs> Just a lot of really like silly things that he did, but obviously they're not going to be okay with it. They're right. basically voting right now, whether he's going to be put to death or not. <laughs> uh, when the, the like head guard shows up trying to like, basically like beat him up for a little bit, have a little fun. Uh, and Geralt tells him that he wishes he would burst. <laughs> yeah. And he does. Like yeah. a wet, like like a bad watermelon. It yeah, was, it was, and so we figure out that Geralt, yeah, he has the wishes. By the way, he it's him that's wishing, and so uh, they get out. Uh, they run back to the house. 
Yaskier has a little bit of an encounter with Yin um, because he basically just wakes up fully healed with a naked woman drawing strange tattoos on her body. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what the hell is going on? This is <laughs> right. not the dream that I was dreaming of. I want to get out. And she's just telling him, like, you know, use your last wish so that I can capture this gin. And he's like, I really just want to be out of here. Um, and he runs away. So she thinks, you know, hey, he used his last wish. We're good now. I'm going to try and capture this gin. And Geralt finally makes it back. Yaskier's like, just leave her. Let her die. Don't worry about it. She's crazy anyways. And he's like, we, we know Geralt at this point. Mr. White Knight who tries not to be the White Knight. He's going to rush in to try to save her, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because it's Geralt. That's what he does. So he tries to, he rushes in there. She's going through the spell. The djinn is kind of trapped in her body at this point because she's basically trying to use herself as the vessel rather than like a jar. Which is but, kind of a callback to the lightning. Yeah. The, the lightning uh, during her training where she used her, her body to capture the lightning. Mm-hmm. So she's over. She's. Ugh, sorry. My mind just blanked for some reason. Um, yeah, but she's trying to trap it. It's not working right. It's the gin's still too strong. It's struggling back. She doesn't know what's happening. Geralt's like, it's because I have the last wish and I haven't wished anything yet. There's still wishes. And she's telling him, you know, just make your wish so that I can do this. And he's telling her, like, just give it up. I'll give you my, like, I'll make my last wish, whatever you want it to be. But just, like, let the djinn go because it's going to try to kill you, basically. Because mm-hmm. uh, djinn don't like to be trapped. No. They're really not fond of it. No, no, so, not at all. Um Eventually, some crazy stuff happens. Geralt gets flung around, um, and we see him finally make the wish, though we don't hear what it is at all. It's very, they do that little quiet thing. His mouth is moving. He's wishing. Um, and so then the the roof collapses in on itself, and we see the djinn kind of fleeing into the sky. Right. Um, and it's, it's done. Uh, but the roof collapses in on itself. Kuraiden and Yaskir are outside, like, oh man, they're dead. I'm <laughs> right. so sad. Right, right. Yaskir is like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write the best song for you, which to be fair, you kind of already have because <laughs> Toss a Coin to Your Witcher was such a hit, um, both in universe and out, by the way. But he's he's like, you know, being real sad and whatnot, but it's okay because Yennefer portaled Geralt and herself out of the room as it collapsed and into one of like the lower, the orgy room, I think. I feel like this it's was like the orgy the room basement, or something. Like the, or the first floor. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, lower it's on down the first the floor somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they have sex. <laughs> then, then they get, straight up do. They're like more, mad at more each dirty. other. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, they're mad at each other and then they have sex and Creighton's like, oh, they're not dead. They're definitely not dead. Ghost tells Yaskier. <laughs> Yaskier comes up and he's like, they're really not dead. They're really not um, dead. Yes. Yeah, they're just really not dead. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of the end there for them. Um, last part is that we we see fake Mousak kind of uh, make his way into uh Brocolon Forest, he finds Siri um and 
takes her with him because yeah. she needs to follow her destiny. And he's got all the memories that he needs to convince her that he is, in fact, Mausak. Mm-hmm. So now this is the 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 last story in the last wish, the book, the last yeah. wish, and mm-hmm. which is of course, what the last the, wish is named after. The series stuff is part of the sort of destiny because mm-hmm. they specifically use that line in this episode that the sort of destiny has two edges mm-hmm. and uh, series only part of it. Right. So so it kind of ties the two two books together. Um, mm-hmm. So what what would you give this episode? How many medallions? How many medallions? Okay. Um, man, it's honestly, it's probably my favorite. So I'm probably going to give it a 10. Yeah. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Yeah. It's, this 10. is probably my favorite. We're doing 10s it's or my fives. Favorite. I feel like we're doing We, we go to five, then five. Sorry. Were we doing fives? My bad. Maybe it was five. I'll go five then. Sorry. Five out of five. What okay. maximum rating for this one? Maximum rating, regardless of what we were doing, because this is this is one of my favorite story in yeah. in the books. Yeah. Um, and I I just really like this rendition of it too. Um, it it's really funny too. So I, I just really like it. Yeah, it works a lot of humor in when Geralt has been. I mean, there's there's been a lot of dark up to this point, and although there there is some dark in this too, there's it's. It's very humorous. There's a lot of, uh, I mean, there's a lot of fun in it. There's a lot of dirty in it. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, uh, you, you get the first glimpse of what Yen and Geralt's relationship might be like this whole, like, there's a little bit of kind of sussing things out between each other, a little bit of fun competition, a little bit of the clash of their personalities, a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of that sexual tension and, um, the them getting each each other into trouble <laughs> in a way yeah. you know yeah. and getting each other out of trouble in a way there's a, there's there's kind of a lot of everything and it, it it really does foreshadow a bit of where things are going you know yeah but but their relationship like is iconic to mm-hmm. the witcher franchise so it's right it's like to see the the origin of that yeah like this is i mean this is two destinies intertwining essentially right because they're both very important figures so i also think that it it's interesting because it shows her um attempt to gain power in his attempt to be the white knight and those two things at odds and coming to a conclusion in a in a very concise story like can, you're taking a big drink of water right now, but can I can am. you think you see that how that like it's like it's a consolidated smaller version of like a bigger thing that seems to happen. Mm-hmm. It's like a, a smaller telling of a bigger story. Um, so I, I think that that's also very cool. Um, so yeah, I I think it's I think a five. I, could it could it have? Is there anything that I find fault with in it? I mean, it is it does get a little silly at times, but I don't know if that's I don't think there's any fault in that. Um, so yeah, I think a five, five out of five is pretty I mean, good. I mean, this is like, yeah, obviously. Yeah. But like, so it's, this it's is a dark universe, s- but they have definitely more taken silly. more of a, yeah, yeah. it's more, but silly. there's it's a much humorous more... approach to all of these episodes. Oh, really. totally. I mean, just totally. Geralt saying fuck is hilarious. Every oh, sure. Time he does it. Oh, sure. So it's like, yeah, it's just, this is significantly sillier than many of the other episodes we've had to this point. Mm-hmm. It is, it is, uh, there are it is cartoonish in some ways, even though it is very intense and um, in other ways. But it like. It it does tread that balance. Um, 
So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think yeah, I think five out of five is fair. I think I think this is about as as good as it gets. Um, but anyway, we've got to take a break. We've got to go thank our patrons, and we actually do have a new review uh, from from a country far away from the United States. So this will be fun. I but, don't see those. So. Yeah, yeah. So this will be fun. We'll, we'll talk about those, and then we'll be right back with episode six. So don't go anywhere. Very well. Let us get this over with. Something has infested my vineyard. Mm-hmm. Great. Let me go prepare my something oil then. All right, so this is the part of the show where we get to thank our patrons for being so awesome. Thank you to all of our patrons for taking the time out of your day to sign up on Patreon and the uh, coins out of your pocket to send to your witchers. And um, (laughs) thank you for everybody. And if this is something that you've considered doing, please check out patreon.com slash witcherlorecast. And if we've done anything to help you get through your workday, your drive to work, your workout, or... Sometimes Toasty jumps in here. I'm giving you an opportunity if you want to uh, jump in. Or trapping your gins. Or trapping your gins while listening to podcasts. Uh, then check out the Patreon because you can get ad-free episodes. You can join us on future episodes of the show. We would love to have you join us at the end of this month to talk about season two. So if you want to chime in on a future episode of this show, then definitely go check out the Patreon and sign up as a lesson level or higher to join us. Um, lots of fun stuff coming down the line as we continue this this show. So go check that out. And then also we have a new review to talk about. This one is short and sweet. It comes from a friend of ours, BS1208 over in Israel, coming oh, all the way from wow. uh, from the other continent over there across the ocean. And thank you for taking the time to go do this uh leave this review on apple Podcasts. fun and insightful five stars great podcast about the world of the witcher with a couple of good hosts that i find their voices not annoying that is great praise man he doesn't he doesn't find our voices annoying we've have pleasant voices so i think we can we could clearly say that we have the best voices of any podcasts uh about the witcher uh so like he's found most of the hosts of the other witcher podcasts i haven't listened to many other witcher podcasts but i'm sorry if you have annoying voices, but it seems that we have the best voices out there. So go us. Thank you for taking your time to leave your review. And um, if that's something that you would consider doing, you don't have to be listening to us on Apple podcasts. All you have to do is have an Apple account or just sign up for one. This is very helpful because a lot of people do listen to podcasts on Apple podcasts or use it to find shows. So taking the time to go drop us a review and leave some words is something that's uh, simple enough to do. If you want to just take the time and if you do leave some words, I will read them out on a future episode. So thank you for doing that BS 1208. We really do appreciate it. And even just telling your friends about the show would be super helpful, especially as you're talking about season two coming out and, uh, you know, raving about it with your friends. In less than two weeks, by the way. Less than two weeks. <clears throat> 17th? Two weeks. Is it the 17th? Is 17th that when it is? next oh, Friday. Two Fridays away. So close. Mm-hmm. So close. I'm, I can't that's going to be such a busy weekend. It's, oh man, it's gonna be so good. Yeah, go go celebrate your holidays. Talk to your friends about season two and your family and then tell them also about the show because we'd love to have them come join us and chat with us about this on, on the discord or just, you know, chime in during the live show, whatever. Come join us. But thank you to all of our patrons. You guys are amazing. You help us do the show every week and we really do appreciate it. All right, let's move on with the rest of the show. You smell of death and destiny, heroics and heartbreak. It's onion. Right, yeah. 
So Toasty, you said that that last episode was probably your favorite. This is another one of my favorite stories from the Witcher books. And same. I was yeah. super excited when I saw this one get translated on uh, when when the season came out and I was watching through the episodes because I didn't know which episode was going to be which story from the books. You know, like everything mm -hmm. was new. And we got to that last story and I was like, oh, it's, it's the last wish story. Great. You know, my wife is sitting next to me and she's like, well, I don't know what that means. And then this one came out and I was like, is this is this? And then I realized it. I was like, oh, it's the drag. It's the dragon one. Oh, mm -hmm. and then and she's like, what? And I'm like, oh, don't, don't worry about it. And <laughs> I didn't say it's the dragon one, but I was like, oh, it's this one. And then yeah. we got into it. So this one, episode six, rare species. And we're going to try and be concise about this one. It's a little bit harder, longer to explain, but we're going to try and give you the thousand foot view, get through it relatively quickly, but still give you the, the good bits. So let's get into it. Where does this start? Yeah. So. Uh you know, I put these in opposite things. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna skip here. I separated out the timelines a little bit because it's, because uh, it this the main one is has Geralt and Yennefer in it, so it's no like it's not separated between the two. They're together, mm -hmm. so it's one main, and then there's a sorry, 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 um, Siri one. Sorry about that. Yep, that's <laughs> it was Sebastian. Um, <laughs> no, uh. So I'm just going to go through the Siri one real quick, and then we can hop into the Geralt one. Sure. Because the Siri one's really small. It's not really that much. It's interspersed in between. Um, but essentially, they're traveling with the fake Mausek. Siri's asking a ton of questions about, like, Geralt and her destiny and all of this stuff. Um, because he's not actually Mausek, he gets he's getting, like, frustrated with all the questions. He wants her to shut up. He doesn't want to like hear any more questions. Um, Dara is getting really suspicious of this guy. Like he doesn't, he, he seems like something because I think she's talked about him a little bit before. And mm -hmm. so he's like, this doesn't seem right. Like you, you didn't mention him being an asshole. Uh, and this guy's an <laughs> right. asshole. Um, right, right. So uh, he's, basically trying to like kind of ask and see like, why are you so suspicious? Um, fake mouse act gives the blanket thing that he had to Siri uh, to like distract her from the question. And it works, but Dara tells uh, Siri that she needs to ask the right questions mm -hmm. if she wants to get the correct answers. So Siri uh, eventually asks him, you know, if he misses the cold, and uh, fake Malsack answers, you know, I do miss the cold. You know, it you know reminds me of home or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but real Malsack has arthritis and therefore hates the cold and makes him feel terrible. So Siri immediately catches on like this dude's not Malsack. Um, they try to like run away. They end up fighting the guy. Dara hesitates when attacking him and ends up getting like knocked out. Um, and this guy... Take, kind of revert, reverts to his like Doppler form, uh, which is like terrifying and gray and gross and creepy. Yeah. Um, and he captures her and then takes on the form, like the guise of Kair. And he takes her to Kair, but he eventually kind of figures out, makes the connections based on the memories that he now has that are Kair's memories of what her destiny and purpose is. And he actually goes against Kair, attacks him. Um, and during this fight, Dara is able to come in, uh, cut her, her bonds, and they escape. Um, 
And then during the fight, Kair slashes this Doppler's face um, very badly. And then the Doppler kind of runs off. Kair's like kind of injured, not really too bad. Frangilla shows up to, to patch him up. Um, and the only thing I think with, yeah, because it's not really that significant of like, you know, it's that it's, you know, stressful because Siri like nearly got caught and it was like, oh man, what the heck? But I think this is kind of the the Witcher, like the cinematic universe way of introducing Dudu Bidenvelt into this. So if you played mm-hmm. the games, you're probably familiar. Geralt has a Doppler friend who's got a really bad scar on his face. Right. And every time he changes form, the scar still remains. And I can't help but notice the scar from this Doppler is very similar to a certain scar of a different Doppler. Right. So I think that this is supposed to be doo-doo. Yeah. I, so. love, I love the name doo-doo, <laughs> but yes. Um, yeah. And, and Dopplers play a big role in the Witcher, uh, doo-doo specifically, but like Dopplers are, although they're uncommon in the world, they're, they show up fairly regularly in the stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So see them a lot in Novigrad. So yeah. stuff where that happens in Novigrad, you see them a lot. So I think that that's kind of the more significant part is that it's, it's because that's not how he's introduced in the books at all. There's an entire story that introduces him. Um, but I think this is their method of kind of introducing him. Kind of shortcutting it cool. without having yeah. to introduce a whole other story, but working it into the story that that already exists. Yeah, that would make sense. Pretty much. That would make sense. Okay. Yeah. So that's the Siri timeline. So we're gonna we're that's we're done with that. We're gonna move on over to Geralt's yes gear, you know, for basically the big part of the, the yeah. episode. Yeah. So we, we start with uh, basically people trying to steal Geralt's horse. Mm-hmm. Um, he's gone into a cave to fight some monster. Um, Yaskier is trying to protect Roach from being stolen, but he's <laughs> Yaskier and they're like three big dudes um, threatening him. So mm-hmm. it's not doing too well. And then uh, we get uh, introduced to uh, Borched, three black, three jackdaws. Um, and his uh, Zeracanian warriors, Te and Vea, right, right. Uh, who make an insane entrance of just walking up and straight snapping this dude's neck um, and, you know, basically saving Roach from being stolen. Geralt pops out, tells Yaskier he's useless, essentially. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> of course. He does. It's real bad. Yeah. Um, and uh, then Three Jackdaws invites Geralt and them to feast and drink and make merry. Um, so they go to an inn, order a ton of food, which they don't go into detail. I just like to say in the actual story, the amount of food that this dude orders is insane. Mm-hmm. Like he orders enough to basically feed the entire tavern, and it's just for like five people. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um and I I just love it because the accent that they use for the guy in the audiobook is just top notch. Oh, is it? Um oh yeah. He's got such a like haughty toddy accent. It's amazing. But anyways, so they're having a talk about how a green dragon was spotted in King Nightmare's mountains in Cairngorm. Uh and they're a bunch of teams are essentially banding together to hunt down the dragon so we got uh we got the the dwarves with yarpin zigrin and his dwarven party uh we have the clin clinfred reavers it's a hard thing to say Mm -hmm. um 
There's a mage named Boholt. And then we also have Yennefer and Ike of the Nesla. Ike of the Nesla is basically a paladin. Um, right. just without any magic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's so, like this, he's like this very fancy nightman. Yeah. So, and then, uh, King Nightmare is basically like moving out with like a bunch of troops of his own and stuff too, to go with. Um, but, uh, three jackdaws wants Geralt on his team because, you know, he's a witcher. He knows how to hunt monsters, right? Like, yeah. So this would be the perfect have- person to have on my, on my team. Um, which Geralt initially says no. He's like, I don't kill dragons. They're intelligent creatures. I don't do that. Because um, he he kind of has a thing where he doesn't do that. And then Yin walks into the bar and he's like, all right, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, he's because like, oh, kill- <laughs> she's here? Okay. I'm in. He he doesn't have any intention of killing the dragon, but he right. wants to I, hang out with Yennefer. I want, so. I'll go on the trip. Sure. I'm there. Yeah, yeah. basically. So yeah. they they get on the road. Um there's also yes. a sense of like, yeah, we're not actually going to catch this thing. Like, yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they're on the road. They got all like all the different parties and things. Uh, Gaskier is kind of asking like why Tay and Vea are serving like right. Borge. Like he just seems like this really like underwhelming dude. And they're talking about like how beautiful he is and honorable, like all right. these traits. Right. And it's like really. Well, they're the ones who look magnificent and beautiful and powerful and and he just you know, looks like a dude, right? Yeah. And and Yaskier's like these like warrior babes are awesome. What are they doing with this guy? Yeah, basically. So yeah. they're just he's real confused about that. Right. Um, eventually, we they the group kind of runs into a starving Hirika, um, which is like this like kind of tall goblinish furry thing. Um, it's starving and very hungry and it's more scared of people than uh, willing to attack them. So Geralt's like, you know, just leave it alone. It's going to run off anyways. But here comes the noble Ike of the Nesla. He's like, I am a mighty hero. And he just straight murders. Him. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So which to be fair, I, I don't know if they go into like, I can't remember if they went into as much detail about how impressive this dude is. This dude is actually a very significant, um, like figure in the Witcher universe. Like he killed, he's fought monsters. He's not a Witcher. He's just a dude, mm-hmm. and he still fought monsters like like Draconids and stuff mm-hmm. and slayed them. So he's actually a very capable fighter. They right. just make him seem like a total dumbass like a tool this entire, right like yeah, why why attack the thing it's not going to hurt anybody right yeah but he's actually supposed to be like super super scary um i think i think even in the stories Geralt talks about how it would be difficult for him to beat him too and it's like wow that's that's saying mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. so uh we get cut to uh cooking by the campfire uh, ike is cooking up this thing as food because that's what you do right if you kill something you you eat it. cook it up and eat it. Um, Yarpin's like, you really shouldn't do that, man. That's not that's not going to be very fun for you. And he's like, nonsense. I'm the great <laughs> noble Ike of Denesla. I can do whatever I want. Basically, anytime there's a question, he's like, I'm Ike of Denesla. Yep, that's what I said. So uh, <laughs> he eats it. Yennefer's uh, comes around. She's trying to kind of make Geralt jealous with Ike. Um, which isn't really that successful. Uh, Uh, Nobody likes her at all. (laughs) 
Right. Like everyone hates her. Um, even Yaskier is talking crap, saying that, you know, Geralt's a witcher. He runs into monsters eventually, calling her a monster. Uh-huh. There's a lot of smack talk. Um, and then Ike gets a terrible case of diarrhea and has to run to the bathroom <laughs> because you shouldn't eat Hirakas. Okay. Um, so uh, then they also mentioned Nilfgaard and how, like, there was a promised vassal state for, you know, the person who kills the dragon but it's not going to last because Nilfgaard's still encroaching about things mm-hmm. and it shows a little bit of something about Borch that we're like not uh, quite as privy to yet but it seems like something's different because he straight up references that Nilfgaard would have been a better place with a more tempered hand like Yennefer's like right. he knows that Yennefer was slated to go there and then changed it yeah so, so how does he we're have this a- knowledge what's going on with that yeah. yeah, we're getting a little bit of insight there. That's like, what? That's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, we move on to, uh, or and we also get a little bit of talk about different kinds of dragons um, where it, Geralt talks about the three different types of dragons, the green, the red, and the black. Um, and then Borch comes in and says, there's a fourth, the gold dragon. Geralt's like, those don't exist. And Borch tells him, it's like, actually, it's just... Um, a breed of dragon subjected to like a very specific kind of mutation. Um, and Geralt says, well, like all things with mutations, they can't procreate. So they die. And so therefore they don't exist anymore. And I was like, wow, that's a really dark take on these things, Geralt. Okay. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So we move on to the second day. Ike is found dead with his throat slit, um, which is like, oh, well, that's not good. Everyone's saying that the Reavers did it. They're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Reavers are a-holes. Um, and Yin reveals that she wants the dragon for its healing properties that it possesses because she thinks, I mean, that's her whole mission. Yep. Heal my broken womb. Yep. Um, this is another, so, another attempt at that. Yep. And Geralt is trying to like basically tell her to let it go. You know, bringing a child into this world sucks anyways. So why would you even bother? I'd rather have my child surprise be Brooks a bait. And it was like, Ooh. Oh. back up. What? Wait, you have a child surprise? Wait, what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yennefer is not happy about that at all because even him not being able to procreate still managed to basically have a child because he has right. a child surprise and why is the world just, not fair yeah yes. and he just abandoned it too like he's like right. i don't care for it i didn't claim it i just left it and it's like she's she's really not happy about it uh-huh they move on to this treacherous mountain pass uh that the dwarves recommended um, it's basically just like a set of very narrow steps along the side of a cliff. Yeah. Yeah. And they make it look super treacherous. Oh, yeah. It's really not good. Um, and it looks even worse whenever Borched falls. Mm-hmm. And then Taya and Vea are just like, nope, can't go without him and jump after him. <laughs> Bye. Uh, so yeah. we're like, oh, yeah, well, they're all dead now. That mm-hmm. sucks. Uh, that's that's unfortunate. So uh, we get kind of revealed later that. Geralt and Yennefer have this isn't the first time that they've run into each other over the years it just keeps happening for some reason mm-hmm. we're not sure why but they just keep running into each other having very short 
uh, a gr- like violent romantic <laughs> flings right. um, and then separating. It's literally like they basically get together, have awesome sex, have angry sex, have angry breakup. That's that's essentially the path that they, yes. they f- the cycle that they continue right. over and over and over right. again. So, but it's fine though, because this is just one of those situations again, where they kind of make up and guess what? They have sex. Um, so they get left behind in the morning as the dwarves. I'm going to wait till he's done. I got to do them. I got to do the music. All right. So sorry. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. But uh, so because of this, they get left behind the next morning and the dwarves are like, this is our chance to ditch them. So they run off to try and, you know, claim the dragon prize for themselves. Yeah. Um, they wake up, chase after Yennefer uses a spell on them to freeze them in place. And uh-huh. they yeah, I love this part where they're all them. like, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They so they get past them. They get to the location that they're heading for, um, and find that the green dragon is dead. Um, and there is an egg, and it is being guarded by this big, beautiful gold dragon, as well as Tay and Vea. Yeah. And, Gold and dragon, wait gold a minute! Dragon. Didn't you know we those just things hear that, talk about that? <clears throat> yeah, you know these hmm. things that aren't supposed to exist anymore. They're yeah, there. They're there. still alive. Um, and uh, the dragon gets revealed as the name. I I'm going to try and say this. I I've heard it a lot of times. I think it'd be okay, but I haven't actually tried to say it before now for a while. So, villain Tritenmirth. Uh, sure. Great. Very fancy name. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has another name. That name is Borch Three Jackdaws. <laughs> yep. S- same guy. Same um, one. And we find out that the egg can't be moved just to the state of like dragon eggs. It needs to be kept a certain way or else, you know, it, the dragon inside would die. Um, and so they're protecting the egg and Geralt's and Yennefer help whenever the mage Bohold and the, the, the Clinford Reavers show up to try and basically lay claim to it. There's a big fight. Um, we see that Yennefer and Geralt's are basically working in like perfect unison with each other, even to a point where they, Yennefer basically gives him like a magic boost and he uses Ard to like do a super blast. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. like, perfectly in sync with each other it's it's um it's like a superhero scene in a movie where like you know captain america holds a shield just at the right angle and then iron man blasts it and it bounces off and hits the bad guys and then thor powers up his hand you you know what i'm talking about yeah like literally the scene from like the avengers whenever yeah they do the little yeah yeah or when like the hulk throws wolverine you know you know fastball special man fastball special never seen no a fastball special yeah nope mm-hmm. have not yep. so they eventually win here um Geralt's gets all it kind of almost gets bested by boholt because boholt throws sand in his eyes but yennefer just stabs him in the back um and he dies so that's fine uh before the, the dwarves show up the spell finally wore off they show up and uh and they're trying to kind of lay claim to stuff here, but uh, Bort shows up back in human form and 
appeases uh, them with dragon fangs as proof to say like, yeah, you, you killed the, the green dragon. Like this is the proof you need. Just take it back to the King. Um, if he doesn't believe you, uh, we'll just drop the green dragon corpse off at his wedding or something. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. So here's your wedding they, present. <laughs> basically. Um, so they do that. The dwarves leave. Um, and, uh, Three jackdaws or villain Dratinmirth is uh, sits Yennefer and Geralt down to kind of talk to them about the stuff that like they kind of need to know. So he talks about the Geralt's wish and how he wished for their kind of their fates to be entwined with each other and that they would never like lose each other. That he or that Geralt would never lose her. So this is the reason why they keep like coming back to each other like all the time. And uh, Yennefer is real upset about this because she thought it was like actually like love or something, but she's like, okay, it's not love. It's just magic. It's a wish. This is, this is why we're like this. It's all fake. So she's kind of upset about that. Uh, Geralt gets told that he needs to quit ignoring his destiny and needs to like acknowledge his child of surprise. Uh, if he expects to ever be happy again, essentially, um, and so everyone's unhappy. Jennifer storms off. She's pissed. She doesn't want anything to do with him anymore. Um, Geralt's pissed because of the situation. Uh, three jackdaws and Taya and Vea head out because they got to do more important stuff um, because he's a dragon. So who knows what he's got to do, but I'm not going to question it. Dragon stuff. You got to do dragon stuff. Right. Um, and Geralt's in real bad spirits. Uh, and Yaskier trying to be a good friend is trying to comfort him. And Geralt just blows up on him too and tells him poor, that. Poor guy. He, yeah. Um, and so Yaskier gets real upset and he's like, okay, I'll see you around then. And yeah, heads out. And it's, it's a real bad ending of an episode. Really. Yeah. Like it's, it's really unfortunate that, this is what happens. So, yeah, it's kind of a bummer. And Yaskier gets kind of the short end of the stick because, I mean, as much as he can be annoying at times and is kind of not helpful in a lot of situations, he's pretty loyal. You got to give him that, you know. And then mm -hmm. to get and then to get like the brunt of Geralt's, you know, anger See, and depression is kind of I a bummer. Understand where they went with this? I kind of because they kind of like I think it's more of an emotional impact, right? Like Geralt yeah. losing everything before he finally like addresses his destiny kind of thing. I, I definitely prefer the, the or dandelion in the books who just doesn't give a fuck. Right. Like Geralt right. goes off in, on dandelion in the books all the time, goes right. off on him all the time. And dandelion's like, you're just complaining and making excuses for yourself. Quit being a crybaby and handle your shit. And then right, just right. sticks around. Well, you're just you're just a poopy head, and I'm just going to ignore you for a little while. But once you get over it, we're, we're let's just go on with the rest of what we're doing. You know, like he, he just like sticks around regardless, and just kind of pays him no mind until he gets over his mood. Yeah, um, yeah. But I get it. Like that's that's kind of the way these shows do it. You know, you got to take you got to take somebody to like the bottom before you bring them back up that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and if we are going to compare and con contrast Yaskier with Dandelion, Yaskier is a more emotional character. He has more mm -hmm. emotional spectrum 
than Dandelion does. Dandelion is less of an emotional character. He's 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 kind of one note. Right. And I think I think the show probably benefits from Yaskier being being more emotionally vulnerable. Like you can kind of see it in his eyes. Like the, the this, actor plays into it more. Yeah, and this is going to be the last time that they see each other for the rest of the season. So they're ending Yaskier and Geralt's relationship on this note. Mm-hmm. And it will pick up next season, which if you've seen our trailer breakdown that we did, right. um, we see that they get to meet back up. Um, and, right. and Geralt, you know, there's we, a little bit of tension We've seen there. a little bit of his attempt at an apology and like, hey, you know, he kind of opens up the cell door and then Yeskir gives them the whole look with the, you know, the, the mice. And he's like, what? I made friends. <laughs> the, the, that whole thing. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see them back together and see how they how they play that in season two. Well, time to wrap it up. What do you think about this episode? How many medallions? Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like I feel like maybe maybe it's like a it's just like a bias standpoint. I feel like this is also a five out of five. Like, yeah, this is one of my I favorite stories. I feel like these stories. are the two best episodes yeah. in the entire season. Now, I think my only complaint is, I mean, it's, it's a budget limitation. The special effects in this one are a little lacking. Like the dragon's okay. a little goofy, right? Like, okay, that could well, have been we, better. We know that like some of the things are like, because it's not all like your typical stuff. Like things look differently here. It's, yeah, it's, but even just the quality of the special effects, not even just like the the way the dragon is modeled, just some of the, like the the green screening in of the of the monster. Sometimes in these episodes, the monsters and things look amazing. They just look really good, you know, and then sometimes they just look a little bit off and i feel like this was one of those episodes where they just ran out of budget they just Maybe. weren't able to do quite the same level of polish that they were with some of the other episodes um and and i get that sense sometimes in uh the wardrobe or um like there's a few places where they just had to cut corners and now that the series like the season one really proved that the show is a success so i'm assuming that they have more of a budget for season two so my guess is that we're going to see a higher seeing, level I, uh, of production based on what I, we, we've seen so far. I, I mean, we might have to increase our scale from to, to tens just to, <laughs> I think, I think, I think every episode in season two is going to be better than every episode in season one. Yeah. Honestly, maybe. it looked that insane to be yeah. honest. Yeah. So. Well, um, you know, you and I both watched the, uh, the, the red carpet, uh, mm-hmm, premiere mm-hmm. and l- l- like all the buzz that they were talking about um, the and there's just a lot of talk about how well the Witcher was received and how you know just how much everyone loved the first season and all of that and how mm-hmm. they didn't know how well it would perform and just all I mean, of it's that. already been confirmed for season three and already it was, that was like already. before we got any of the season two stuff it was like right. season two is going to happen we're filming and then it was like not much longer it was like oh also we've been uh yeah. cleared for season three as well and it's like yeah you finished filming season two like what right. no, <laughs> they, they know they know <laughs> that the fans are out there the fans are going to watch this this is this is they're getting green lights they're getting you know the viewership must be you know up there like this has to be one of the 
I don't I don't know if it's top 10 or top 20 Netflix shows, but it's got to be the viewership has to be there. Right. They've got the mm-hmm. budget to do these. Um, Henry Cavill is on board. He said, like, he doesn't care if they're going to do seven seasons. He's on board. Like, mm-hmm. like this oh, is this is going to happen. They're going to do what they can. So excited for, for the <laughs> Vesemir stuff, because like listening to Kim Bodney talk was uh, oh, my God. That was like probably my favorite interview yeah, in the whole yeah. thing. Did you see the yeah. chat? I was watching on YouTube and so many, so many of the people in the chat. I did not look at the chat. Oh my God. They were that. like, is this guy drunk? <laughs> like so much of the chat thought he was drunk. He, I mean, he might've been, he this might've dude been was funny though. She tried but, to like in the interview like four times and uh-huh. he was like, nah, I'm not done yet. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, but I don't know if he's just an eccentric guy because some people are, you know, actors too, are just like eccentric and they just want to be in the spotlight. But, or if he had, had, you know, a few <laughs> too much to drink at, by that point. I don't know. I mean, they, they're celebrating stuff. I'm probably, to yeah. be honest, they're probably yeah. at a restaurant getting drinking like something strong, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, ben, Ben Tamara says it was Netflix's most watched show of 2019. It was, and it had only been out for two weeks at the end mm-hmm. of 2019. So yeah, it, I mean, it's gotta be one of the top shows that year. Plus I'm sure a lot of people watched it in 2020. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. So, it probably had had a much higher budget in season two. So I'm. Will it be the most watched show of 2021? I don't know. Only being out two out. weeks this year, too. I have to find out. I mean, <clears throat> they, they've put out a lot of good stuff this year. So I guess we'll find true. out. So, um, yeah. but yeah, it, it's going to be awesome. Uh, but that's our recap for these two episodes. We've got two more episodes to do next week. And then season two, and we're going to get through each of those episodes. We're going to do one for one show for each episode because we're going to have to give them their due diligence. We might might want to even consider splitting it up to two episodes for each one toasty so that we can get through the details and then dissect things thoroughly because there's going to be a lot to cover. Yeah, I definitely want to. I think I think what I want to do, because I I mean, I'm going to watch it multiple times, obviously, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but we have three days in between the drop and the episode that we're going to do after, I think, for that first episode. So when is that date? Let me check my calendar. 17th, the 20th was it drops on the 17th. So our episode will be the 20th. I think for the 20th, maybe do like a. Uh, impressions of season Overall two episode season impressions. Yes. Yeah. So that I like, we don't have to like cram in a whole bunch of like breaking down stuff yet until yeah. I've gotten the chance to watch it. Cause I'm going to watch it once probably by myself all the way through just for fun mm-hmm. and then watch it through with my wife, uh, my wife, my, um, my wife, every time. Before, yeah, every <laughs> my time. Wife. Yeah. You put that, you put like a, a thing for the fallout when you had your wife on and you uh-huh. said my wife, and I yes. think I linked it, uh, a gif of, of um, I can't remember his damn name, but whatever. <laughs> Borat, yeah. Uh, Borat. So, yes. but yes. yeah, so I'm going to watch with her because she wants to watch um, and I'm not going to be taking notes because I'm going to be answering a lot of questions because I know she's going to ask them. She always does. She's one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, so it mm-hmm. won't be until my third watch through that I'll be like breaking stuff down intensely. Right. Taking notes um, and stuff. Okay. But yeah. 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 So, we'll do an impression show. We'll, we'll make it work out. But um, awesome. Well, we've got to wrap up the episode and then tonight we have a Witcher. I'm sorry. Mass Effect after the Witcher Lorecast. We have a Mass we Effect Lorecast. We did have a, we got a another Witcher. episode no we've got a mass effect lore cast coming up right after this because we had to push it back from last night to tonight so stay tuned for that if you're into the mass effect uh games but toasty have anything else going on you want to share before we head out um yeah so you know follow us on twitter 
the at Witcher Lorecast, uh, the usual. Come uh, come chat with us uh, on the Discord. Um, I'm currently. Uh, this is for absolutely no prize at all, but um, I I have put out a contract on Snowman. Um, so if you want to send pictures of you murderifying a snowman, send it to me on the Discord in the Witcher, the Witcher Lorecast channel, please. Um, I uh, should I just tell the story why that, or should I just should I just skip it? It's up to you. <laughs> I, I'll tell the story. Um, so the market manager at the store that I work at, the meat market manager, mm-hmm. um, put on a snowman costume. Uh, and started walking around the store. Um, I'm not sure why he just did. (laughs) But the thing is, is I first noticed the snowman costume as he was grinning like the Joker barreling down the hallway at me. And I looked up whenever with him about like 10 feet away and I absolutely like lost it because it was terrifying. Wow. See, big old poofy snowman guy with a Joker smile. I thought I was going to die. I honestly thought some weird customer was about to murder me or something, um, but it was just the market manager. Um, but anyways, um, that's basically scarred me now. So I uh, I can't remember the title. I looked up what the fear of snowmen is, uh, but I have that now. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Tom. Well, um, I'm glad you uh, survived. <laughs> so, yeah I, yeah, I did survive, but I hate snowmen now. So if you want to send me pictures of you murderifying a snowman, please. Um, and then, and then uh, go, uh, if you like the Avatar, go listen to Avatar Legends Journey of the Elements, um, <laughs> where I play a firebender. Uh, we missed an episode this past week because of health-related issues for one of the members. Um, but we will be back next week. So. All right. Well, cool, man. Well, you murder those snowmen, and uh, um, <laughs> I've got all my normal stuff going on. So all the podcasts on Robots Radio at robotsradio.net. Uh, working on finishing up a new website for everything, so that's going to be up soonish, hopefully by the end of the year. And we've got all of my streams, all of the streams for the podcast happening on twitch.tv slash robotsradio. You're welcome to join us over there. Or my game streams happening on the Robots Radio YouTube. So check out that stuff as well. And uh, that's what we got for this week. Come back next week for another episode and then it'll be on to season two. So that's coming really, really soon. We'll see you next time. And until then, Toasty. Stay safe on the path. All right. We'll see you guys next time. All right. Later. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Witcher Lorecast. We'd love to hear about your experiences with the games and the books and the TV series and all your thoughts on everything. Please check out the Robots Radio Discord and follow us on Twitter at Witcher Lorecast. You've been listening to the Robots Radio Podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net.